0: Hello everybody, it's me, Ross, and welcome back to another edition of the Kings of Anglia the Girls Talk podcast. I'm joined as ever by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. Blue, as ever, thanks for joining me. How are you? And always, we always want to update on your rehab. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, all good. Thanks, Ross. Uh, It's been a busy week, but rehab's been going well, as per usual. Um, Just cracking on with the basics. Um, Quite boring, but just getting it done. Um, and a week closer to running um, so yeah I think that's going to happen in the near future so fingers crossed they all go smoothly but um, yeah how, how have you been?
0: Yeah all good, had a fresh trim um, as you can see. nice, little fresh trim. <laughs> very, nice very nice. Yeah my girlfriend was saying that I was getting very too hairy so she said you need a little trim there my friend um, so that's what I did <laughs> um, but no all good. Um, of course today we're going to be talking about the abandoned game. I don't know if we've ever seen that in the women's team, seeing an abandoned game. Um, and also we have a special guest, which I'll let you introduce. Last week we didn't have a guest because it was a, a game we saw a nil-nil against Milton Keynes-Dons. Yeah. It was a dreadful game. We just, think, we just didn't think we needed a guest because it just didn't deserve it. Um, yeah. But this week we have a very special guest. Who is it? Yes,
1: yeah, so our guest this week, I actually caught um, when we were travelling back from Crawley, um, obviously horrible day, abandoned, I walk into the service station and um, I caught our guest drying her hair under the hand dryers for no joke <laughs> about 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so our new centre back the season, Liv Smith, how, how are you, Liv?
2: I'm great, Lou. Thanks for that.
1: Yeah, just so know, well that I
2: dry my hair. Nice little introduction. But, yeah, I mean, you've got to do what you've got to do in these games. My hair was soaked. So, yeah, <laughs> had to do <laughs> it's gotta that. It's got to be done. Yeah, I mean with my hair as well, I had no choice. I was I was just glad that it was working and Pedro's standing under it as well to keep it going, bless her. So yeah, true friend there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, um, we'll talk about your you know partnership at the back with Paige later on in the pod, but um <laughs> let's talk about quickly about the abandoned game. Um Liv, you played in both of the games, the first game against Midwell Keen and a very terrible pitch. The Crawley game, it was a terrible pitch again, but the weather as well was really bad. What was it like playing in both of those games?
2: Um, I mean, it's it's been a really difficult week um for us like as a team, really. I think playing on that pitch last week, we kind of expected it more this week. I think it was kind of a shock to us last week. Um, but I don't think the pitch was that bad when we actually got there. Um when we first got there, we actually was like, oh, it's not. not a bad pitch like to be fair because even our home pitch sometimes it gets boggy um so you can appreciate that like it a boggy pitch is a boggy pitch but with the rain it was just getting worse like throughout the game by half time I was shocked that it's carried on because especially like at the back and like around the goal there was literally puddles and when they said like come back out at half time I was like surely not and then obviously we get two goals and they call it off. And it's just typical, really, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Blue. Yeah, that just sums up tip- yeah. our,
2: um, our luck these like last couple
1: of weeks.
0: Yeah, it has. We've um, we've been witnessing on those sidelines, me and you, Blue. Um, I was being a bit of a chicken in the first half. I was with the fans under the shelter because I just didn't want to get wet. Um, and then in the second half, I did actually brave it a little bit. I was behind the goal and I got a nice celebration picks sort of the two goals that Tash and Barrett <laughs> scored. Um, but watching from the sidelines, I'm sure you'll be thinking, how is it getting played on? Because it was, yeah, the first half is just rain throughout, weren't it?
1: I think like Liv said, the ball actually rolled really well. remember <laughs> um, so we played some quite good football and obviously scored two goals in the second half. But yeah, when you started to see the ref like do the test at halftime, you're thinking, mm, is this going to go on? And then she said, yeah, it's going to, we're going to try and play it. Um, which obviously resulted in it being abandoned. But I actually thought the pitch was all right in terms of the ball rolling. Um, but, yeah, by the end there were puddles and it got worse and worse. I remember sitting upstairs after the game and just looking at the pitch and being like, yeah, no, no, there is no way. There is absolutely no way. But I said to a few of the girls on the bench who were coming on, I was like, please, if you score, please do an e-slide. Yeah. Um, you just fly, you go the whole pitch.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and live, you know, a half-time, you know, it was nil-nil. It probably would have been fair for the game to be abandoned at that point. But when we're 2-0 up, you'd be thinking, we're winning. You know, you can't yeah. abandon it now. And I think the moment what sort of made the ref's decision was when Barrett went into the, the hoardings. It was right in front of me. <laughs> and I was like, you're okay, Basil, you're okay. And she was fine. And then a referee blew the whistle. But what was your feelings like when the ref was going, nope, game done? <sighs>
2: I think it was so frustrating because like Blue said, like, I actually think we played really well and like we've planned some good football and we haven't scored in the last couple of games either. So it's so nice to finally like break break the goalless yeah. draws and then to score two goals so close together. It was such a good feeling. And then it was just taken away as soon as obviously she called the game off, but yeah, I mean realistically the game should have been called off at half time. Um it was almost like they waited for us to score to call it off, but I mean, won't go into that. <laughs>
0: No, um, but yeah, it was good to see us score blue after, as, as Liv said, we've had a, a few games where it's been nil-nil, um, although we haven't scored many goals in general this year, sadly, um, but it was good to see Tash and Barrett's, you know, scoring. Unfortunately, they won't count. They'll be not part of the record books. I know Laffey's going to be annoying because she got another assist. She'll be <laughs> thinking, oh, hopefully she can do it this weekend, but uh, 2 it was two decent goals as well.
1: Yeah, I'm actually glad the game didn't get called off um, at time for that reason. The fact we scored two goals mm. and... Everyone was relieved and I just saw Joe on the sideline and I haven't seen him celebrate like that in quite a while. Um I think it's just pure relief that actually we are we are still the team that we once were and it's just been a blip the past few weeks. Um so I think there's positives to take from the game into this Sunday when we play them again.
0: Definitely. And um, yeah, we're playing at the Campingwell Community Stadium, a.k.a. Horsham FC, 3pm kickoff this Sunday. Um, but I want to quickly just get your thoughts, Liv, on the warm-ups before the game. I'm sure we probably knew it was going to be one of those days where you had to walk warm up on a, a random field at the back. Um, what was that like? And we always speak to this, um, you know, chat about this on, on the pod. It felt like grassroots again, weren't it? Going on a random field warming up.
2: Yeah, I mean... A lot of the girls, actually, we we was relieved that we wasn't warming up on the pitch because yeah. we was like, it's got to be in the best condition before we actually play because if we'd warmed up on, up on it, I think it would have been cut up before the game started. And I think we was relieved that we was playing on another pitch to warm up with. But yeah, I mean, that pitch we warmed up on, yeah, I don't know how we didn't roll our ankles on that either. But, yeah, that was an interesting one as well. But, yeah, it's been like that for the last couple of weeks now. But I think we've done well to deal with it. Um, Obviously, like I said, MK Dunn's probably come as a bit of shock, but we was expecting it this week and I think we played well and we dealt with what we had. And, obviously, we've just got to go again this week. And, hopefully, obviously, it's on Astro this week, so it should suit us better as well.
0: That is the goal, Blue. And um, so that's our preview for the next game because we've done a preview last week. So yeah, we're, it's same same old, same old, pretty much. We're playing the same team again. Hopefully the game plays the full 90 minutes. Um, there we go. Yes. We're going to have a little break here and have a quiz because um, I think one of the questions on the quiz will be sport in Liv's career. So we're going to jump into that now, Blue. And
1: mm-hmm. we have
0: four questions. Um, and of course, Joe... It's his third year anniversary as manager of the football club. And also he won the manager of the month award in January, which we forgot about last week. Um, But he should have won it probably earlier than that because we went 11 games, 12 games unbeaten Um, without, you know, even, you know, we kept a lot of clean sheets in that time as well. And somehow he didn't win it, but he, he's won it now. So congrats to, to Joe. Um, So question one. So it is going to be blue. Versus live. Um, there is there isn't a prize, unfortunately. I haven't you know haven't got the budget for that. I'm sad no. say. I'll buy I'll buy, you, I'll buy you a coffee or a, you know our next game. Um, there we go. So question. So question one is on Joe, of course. Um, so in sixty four games, how many times has Town won under Joe? Sixty four games. Who wants to go first? I'm gonna go forty eight. Forty eight.
1: I went fifty.
0: Went fifty. Ooh. Now someone is spot on, and that someone is Olivia Smith.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's forty-eight.
0: Oh. Not, yeah. Well, there nil we nil. go. So one-nil to live. Question two is on live herself, and now I hope I've got the right stat right here. But how many caps has live won for England? This is for the under sixteen under under So,
1: I've got to go first, right?
0: Yeah, you've got to go first. Now, I've just, I've put this on an article that Kieran written in the summer when okay. you'd signed. So, hopefully you're giving him the right info. Um, um, so I'm going to
1: go
0: 16. Okay. I think it is 16. It is 16. Yes. It is 16, Please so Liv, she knows, she knows, thankfully, that I capped. Of course, it's for the under-16s on to the under-19s, so um, there we go, 16. So it is 2-1, you both get a point there. Ooh. Now, it was Anna's birthday last week, she turned 20. All you players are now getting older, it's, it's weird to, to know you're scary, now getting into your goals. 20s now, scary times. <laughs> yes, how many goals has Anna scored in 36 games for town? I know, Liv, this will be more tricky because you're only signed in the summer, Blue... Maybe you should know this a bit more because you've been part of that squad since then, but it's a, it's a hard stat to think. Also, play at home, ladies and gentlemen. Play at home. Listeners, I know Kieran last week only got two out of four, which is not Poor good.
1: Four, four I'm going to go five. 19. I'm going to go 12.
0: It's 10. Oh.
1: Yes. 10.
0: It's 10. I picked Anna right up there. You did, you did. <laughs> I think she had a period, didn't she, where she scored loads of goals, like a good yeah. like a good period, but then she's unfortunately not scored as much, but she has been injured this season. Um, but not, not a bad return, 10 in 36 games. I don't know, maybe for a winger, maybe a bit disappointing, but um, I'm sure she'll add more goals to her tally this season. And then the final question, and this is the one we'll see who can win, and it is from the game we won 4-0. Got technology. You have got three options here. Who set Tash up for the opening goal against Crawley in the 4 0 win? Um, if you you played in this game, Blue, I think you was there. Um, so was it Ek Summer or Bonnie? Ek Summer or Bonnie. Who
2: goes first? You're both I'm, level, so I'm going to go Bonnie.
0: Okay.
1: There's a chance that neither of us get this. <laughs> um
0: need a tie I
1: think I know Summer had a good cross. I remember Tash talking about it. But then the EK also got loads of assists. Did she get loads of assists that game? Oh, I'm torn. Um, I'm gonna go EK.
0: You're both wrong. It's Summer!
1: Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god that is so bad that is bad that is bad um so you
1: have to think of a tiebreaker
0: here i've got a tiebreaker actually is how many games has Liv played so far for town <laughs> <laughs> that's actually Most tricky because no, okay. there's, i've just thought about have got of my head i just thought it is a hard one to, to actually think of well, hopefully, you won't both say the same. You can't say the same number because it means I'll have to have another tiebreaker. Okay. So, I know you missed a few games, Liv, because unfortunately, because of work and stuff. But, um, I know you played a lot recently, it's been a consecutive few games for you, so, um, yeah, of course, been a cup games in there as well.
2: I'm trying to think how
1: many games we've played. I'm, um, um mm. Mm.
0: I'm not gonna give you any hints. I could give you a hint in terms of like we're playing we play go, 7 okay.
1: I'm gonna go 13. Okay. I'm gonna go with nine.
0: Nine. All right, let me just let me get the answer up. <laughs>
1: Ross do not even know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's sixteen.
1: Oh sixteen games. Sixteen that's that's a lot. Lot. That is, is a lot. That's a
0: lot. Yeah, Yeah, because we played cup game, We've, you know, played a few in the FA Cup, league games. We played seventeen league games. I think I think you only missed a couple league games, maybe. Yeah, I I, I missed more
2: at the start of the season.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: But yeah, now I've managed to get a few weekends off lately. So yeah, yeah,
0: it's been quite good. So you won, Liv. When I
1: did.
0: Who buy me a
2: coffee?
0: Yeah, I'll buy you a coffee. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll decide. Me and Blue will decide who, who buys the next coffee. Um sadly, well, both of us. Almost, yeah. I need are... most
2: weeks anyway. So yeah, <laughs>
0: definitely. yeah. Um sadly, me and Blue are not at the game this Sunday because we didn't know there was oh. gonna be a game. So we had other plans, so we'll have to do another week. Um, but there we go. So now Liv, it's time to talk about your career now as a whole. It's question time with Liv. Um Blue, I'll let you begin and then I will Come in when you're ready for me to come in.
1: Of course. Um, so I'm going to kick off with obviously you play with Paige Peak now, centre back partnership. Um, more and more throughout the season, we're starting to see it a bit more, which is good to see. Where does she rank in terms of players you've played alongside centre back? Because so I know you've been at a lot of clubs, like reading a few of the West Ham, Chelsea, Charlton, Bees. You've been at a lot of clubs, so yeah. In, in, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty like that. <laughs> I was reading through your history, like, wow, yeah. Like you know me better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably do at this point. Um, but where does she rank in terms of? Is she? Uh, I, I, we know she's a good player, but her <laughs> mindset. You know she's um, going to
2: be uh, listening to this as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, that that is a really hard question. You know. Um, she's. De- I would say she's definitely, definitely in the top three wow. that I've played at because um I've played... When I was younger, I played at Chelsea and I played with the centre-back there for... I was there for four years, I think. Yeah, four years. Um, And we had a really good partnership. But you would after four years. I mean, yeah. it's quite a long time to play together. But I think for the amount of time that me and Paige have played yeah together it is probably one of the best partnerships i've had in such a short space of time if that makes yeah. sense yeah, like yeah. the bond and like click we've had um i think it's been second to none really and she's like one of like my close friends off the pitch as well so i think that does help
1: yeah, definitely.
2: um because like yeah you've always got each other's backs and you'd help each other on and off the pitch it's, it's a good relationship to have really
1: 100 so yeah okay. i'll give a i'll give a second
0: Nice,
1: she'll be she'll, <laughs> something to work on, she'll like that. Yeah, yeah, she's always striving to be the best. <laughs>
0: yeah, miss, miss Consistent, that's what we call her on this podcast. Yeah, she's obviously. just consistent every week, every week. Yeah, um, no, she is. I want to sort of bring back to when you first started, really. Now, Liv, um, how did you first get into football? You know, is it a family member? Or have you always played?
2: Um, I got into football, uh. It, no, really, I was just out in the garden um, and I just used to like kick a ball around and it got to the point where like I was literally like begging my dad to come out in the garden and play because I don't have any brothers um, and then it got to the point where he was like oh I think like, we should find you a team over the park or something because I think yeah I was just getting on his nerves to be fair <laughs> every single day. Um, <laughs> And then we found it, was, uh, it was in the local newspaper and there was like a new girls team that had just started and it was literally over my um, local park and me and my best friend, we went over there um, and yeah, that's how it started really. And I was, I think I was nine when I first started there and then I was there for like a year um, and then I started thinking like, I really, really enjoy this and like, this is something that I want to do and I started playing like more in school um, with the boys, um, and then I went to West Ham under-10s. So, yeah, that's how it started, really. It was just, yeah, it yeah. went from a ball in the garden.
0: I- I swear, that's where it always starts, always the best way, is you know just in the ball in the garden and you go on. And Blues already rattled out a lot of the teams you played for. Um, of course, a lot <laughs> yeah. of them were when, when you were younger. Um, what was that experience like playing at clubs like Millwall, West Ham, Chelsea? Um, what was that like playing for those?
2: Yeah, I am I mean, when I was at West Ham, when I was under 10s, I mean, when you're nine, 10 years old, you don't really know um, where it's going to go because you're so young and you're just playing for enjoyment, really. But I got to um, under 12s and that's when I trialed out for Millwall because they was the centre of excellence. And I'd would um, i gone to the David Beckham Academy with my school um, and that was, yeah, that was like, a really cool experience and I'd been scouted for the district team. And from there, then I started, I got scouted for, like, the county, like, um, it was, like, PDC.
1: yeah. And then,
2: like, I went on to, like, the county team. um, And, yeah, it was, like, a proper, like, progression, really, that they like, yeah, say yeah, through yeah. the pyramid. And I literally did you, go you through, went like, every step. Yeah, yeah. every step. And, yeah, I, I remember I trialled for um Millwall, Arsenal and Chelsea. And I thought it was a bit ambitious, trialling for Arsenal and Chelsea at the time. But, I mean, I wanted to experience it. I always thought it was so cool. Like, when you always saw, like, people in Chelsea kits and Arsenal kits turning up, you just knew, like, like, you just always used to think they were so cool. Like, they always had matching kits. And I used to, like, want to be them, you know what I mean? And I got rejected completely by Arsenal. Like, literally completely rejected. Um, And then I got on standby for Chelsea and I got straight into Millwall. And I went to Millwall for two years and I loved it. Like we went to Dallas um, at like under 13s. And it was it was a really good experience. And then I trialed again for Chelsea and Arsenal under 15s. Because I always thought like I'd been on standby for Chelsea um, a couple of years before that. And blew a note like with the centre of is like to play for like obviously you at City like to play for like Chelsea or Arsenal, like it's massive.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
2: um yeah, I got into both of them, and then I had the decision, and I just, I, I, I kind of, it was such a difficult decision. I, I kind of wished that one had rejected me, yeah, because yeah, I, I, did, I didn't know what one yeah. to go for because they were such big clubs, and i was so lucky to be given the option of both. But I stuck with Chelsea because obviously I'd been rejected by Arsenal, mm. and um, yeah, I, I, I held forget. on to that. Don't and forget, I was like, no, you're not having me now. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah, that's yeah.
2: kind of how I got to Chelsea.
0: It's, and, yeah, it's, um, it's crazy. Have you always been a defender, or have you? I'm sure like anybody, you play all around, you know, positions. but yeah. a defender always been your favourite sort of to go I, to.
2: I think so. I always like to tackle. But when I was at West Ham, like under 12s, I always remember they played me. He used to call it. It's really funny. He used to call quite a shadow striker, which is obviously like number 10. And he played me there a few games. I just remember turning my to him and saying, "No." Nah, like, <laughs> as a number 10, I, I was tracking back to, like, the yeah. six-yard box. And he was like, no, Liv, I don't think this is your position. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't either. And, um, yeah, it just, I just kept moving back and back. Like, at County, I was playing, like, a number four. um, But, yeah, for Millwall and for club, I always played, like, centre-back, really. So, yeah. I'd say defender. I mean, they tried me, shallow striker, and it's just a no. So... <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely and,
1: when, not. and when you played for England, um, obviously from 16s to 19s, um, I've seen it before where you'll play a position at a club, but then when you go to England, you play a different position. Was that the case yeah. for you or did you No, yeah,
2: it was. It was. I was centre back at club. Um, and then I went, I originally went to England as a centre back. Yeah. Um and then they convert well, they did convert me to right back. Yeah. And, Oh oh, yeah, I always I was always a bit like I'm not a right back. Yeah. Because I I think it was more like I didn't really enjoy playing right back. Um but obviously at that age you'd do anything to play for your country. Like you would, you'd do anything to play on the pitch. Mm -hmm. And um obviously yeah, for England I've probably got more caps playing at right back than I do at centre back. Um but, yeah, obviously, playing for your country, your country's just a completely different experience. I mean, literally, I'd play Shadow Striker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and in those England games, did you ever get, like, was it a different feel to club? Because, for me, I got a lot more nervous before international games. See, um, oh, I think, with
2: me, I've, I get nervous before every game. I mean, it's got, it's got better as I get older. Um, yeah. But when I was, yeah, when I was, like, younger... Um, especially like 14, 15, 16, I used to get nervous before every game. It didn't matter if it was a county game, a country game, a Chelsea game where like we was playing like bottom of the league. It didn't matter. Like yeah. I was always nervous before a game, but everyone used to say to me, it's obviously like it's because you care. And I did use to Like, well, I still do care, but I used to like care um, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: like how, how I played. It didn't matter if we'd won 8-0 to me. Like, as long as, like, I played well and I'd done, like, most I could, um, it didn't really matter to me about um, the score. Like, not at that age anyway. I was more focused on, like, how I was playing week in, week out and how I was, like, getting on, really.
0: Hmm. And, and it's obviously now, a lot
2: to it's a lot to live up yeah. to when you're playing for a big club as well because you've always yeah. got to perform. Pressure, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you're always looking for, like, that pro contract, especially when you're getting to 16, 17. It is a lot of pressure, so, Yeah.
0: Hmm. My question, quick now, is: um, Have you both crossed past before? Have you ever played in England teams before? I know you're different ages, but no, we that. haven't.
2: But we so. played Man City, and I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you was playing then.
1: When when was that? Uh, what, was I it want 21? to say it was
2: in the cup. I want to say it was in a cup. We played. Yeah. I
1: don't... What what age group were you at the time? Um. I think it was before I was at City. Reserves. Definitely reserves. So under-21s, is it? Yeah, I mean, I was there 18-19 was there season. So but I was only there for one season. Um, I don't know. Wait, Mish- you were there for the
2: 18-19 season? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I think that might have been the 17-18
0: season. Then. Yeah, I, might think, have just, I might have
2: just missed you by yeah, year. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. And, city beat us it's a sore subject <laughs> 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 won't,
0: won't mention oh, that again yeah. yeah. I yeah. always
2: remember that so yeah don't bring that one up <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Um, I'm going to put you on a spot quickly now Blue um, what was your first thoughts on Liv when she, she signed and in, in training <laughs> um, we always do this I'm sorry Blue but uh, what, what was your first thoughts
1: well actually I might be wrong here but Liv the first time you came to train with us didn't you crash your car on the way here <laughs> uh, did I I think probably
2: Joe was try to crash it all the time, so maybe, maybe I did. I mean, I, know <laughs> I, I, definitely, I, know I definitely, I definitely crashed it on the signing day. because yeah, yeah. uh, I did crash it on one one times training.
1: That might have been. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah, yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I remember, I remember um, asking Joe, "Oh, is is Liv Smith signing?" He was like, "I'm not sure because she crashed." She. Someone drove into her on the way here, so... Yes, no, you're, you are
2: right. Someone hit me,
1: yeah. No,
2: you are right. That was one of my first sessions. So that's my first memory of Liv. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Rossi's. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Right, now everyone thinks I'm a bad driver. I promise
0: I'm not. <laughs> no, it's, they're smashing into you. It's not you splashing into them. Yeah, they're smashing into me. There's so many totally bad, bad drivers. drivers on the road. Yeah, there is. Um... <laughs> But but no, Just in training, you know, the, after that those after sessions. That, okay, after that, that um, what what <laughs> what's the overall feelings? And of course, watching you know play now the last few few months.
1: Yeah, I think it was exciting. I think it's always exciting when you've got an experienced defender coming in who is good on the ball. I think that's the that's the most exciting thing. Um, and you could probably see that you and Page were going to get on quite well. I think you could probably tell from the very beginning that was going to happen. So yeah, I was excited. Um, just another good player to add to add to the squad as well as Bonnie and Sarah, with a bit of experience, which which was what we were lacking. Um, so yeah, well, I was I was very pleased when you signed them. <laughs> I'm glad someone was. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: we, we all were. We all were. Um, I want to get your your quick little thoughts on you know your spell in America, um, at Oklahoma. You know the university. How, how what was that experience like? And you know on. Any advice for any any players who who could be listening right now who, who could be going to America maybe this 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 summer?
2: Yeah, I mean, I done a year and a half in America. I done a year in Oklahoma and six months in Florida. Um, there's definitely parts that like I miss and like were really beneficial um, for my career because it's an experience like no other. Like you can't you can't have that experience here because there's just so much more money and facilities there, like um, the programs there that are set up is just next to none really. Like I was actually talking about it with my family the other day, like what we used to do and it was so intense, but we used to like wake up at like five and be in a gym ready to go for like half five and then do a gym session like half five to half six. And then we'd do a running session half six till like quarter past seven And then we'd be expected to be on the field for like an eight o'clock start and do eight till half nine. And then we'd go to class at 10 and the day would start for everyone else in the school. But we've been up since five. Wow. (laughs) So you'd go to school and everyone would be like, wow, like, like you turn up with like wet hair or like (laughs) literally like looking like. You know, not great. I'm not gonna lie. Like, just I'm like three and a half hours of training, and everyone's just rocked up to school. Like, just got out of bed, and you're like, no, I've been up since five. But um, yeah, like, I was probably like the fittest I've ever been. And like, in terms of like nutrition and everything, it was it's just the program that's put in place for you. You can't not be fit.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: I, honestly, yeah, you can't not be fit because you're in the gym every single day and you're running every day. But that that is what the american like, life that was based on like the, the football out there is just a lot to do with fitness and it is in the games i like, i remember one game at center back i run 10 miles
1: 10 miles and, and i don't know how yeah not kilometers, not kilometers miles no miles well, what are you doing
2: throwing your gps about not yeah well honestly i was convinced it was that but it was 10 miles literally nearly wow. 10 miles in a game i mean i was playing i think i was playing like a fullback in that game as well but it just wow. showed like, I, yeah. like yeah the distance it, because they are turnovers like every every second yeah and it goes into overtime as well
1: yeah like you you
2: play overtime every game if it's a draw wow so i think i'd played like 130 minutes and covered nearly like 10 miles
1: you need to tell Paige Pete that, because that's
2: a record to beat.
0: That, no, honestly. Yeah,
2: because I thought it was, like, 10 kilometres, but it wasn't. It was near, like, 10 miles, and it was wow. ridiculous. And then we'd do that on the Friday, and then on the Sunday, we'd have a game. Oh. And it was literally like that all the time. But I think the average was, like, six
1: Yeah.
2: anyway. But, yeah, I think this one game was near enough 10... And like I was convinced, like my my track had been left in the car on. I mean, maybe it had, but everyone's was really high that game, and I was just I was just like, wow, like it just showed you the fitness yeah, needed big, yeah. out there because like the turnovers and the speed of the game, like everyone's just like, yeah, it's just a different level, really. I was it say t- football's better here? <laughs> well, yeah, was it
1: less technical because of that?
2: Yeah, I would say it's more, way more direct. Like it's a lot of like fast forwards and like as a centre back, obviously, yeah, you're always chasing them. So yeah, I've just been chasing at the old game.
0: (laughs) There is um, there is a funny story. I think as um, former professional player, he he put he's like gps on his dog when they went out for a walk so he just kept chucking the ball so the, the dog was running around and he just came into the office and said yep yeah, done done my runs i think he's back <laughs> from injury and uh a, yeah funny story of that um of course since you returned from america you've you know you played for west ham charlton london bees um what was those experience like playing for those three clubs and um in the championship as well
2: yeah i mean i come back from america and i had my heart set on wanting to be pro um, I really did. I mean, I was like living like the pro life so out there. Really, like I said, like we was like training every day. But I, I did miss home and I wanted to be pro here. Um, I'd always wanted to be pro. Um, so I come back here and I played for West Ham, and I just wasn't really like getting a break. And I just remember saying like, "There's no point in me sitting on the bench." Like yeah. at the time, I was I think I was 19 or nearly 19. Um yeah, I'm 19, I think, nearly 20, and I was like, I can't be sitting on a bench. Yeah. Um, I need to be playing. Um, and then yeah, I kind of went to B's from there because I thought I'll have to drop down to the championship in order like to try and get a game. So I went to B's. And at the time I just I think I was so like heartbroken at the fact that I hadn't lived up to what I wanted. I didn't mm-hmm. really enjoy my football at B's at the time and at the time I was playing right back at B's and I said I really don't want to play right back. I wanted to play centre back and it was at the time where obviously I was in a different, completely different space like in my head and I wasn't enjoying football as much as I had and I really didn't know what I wanted to do and that's why um, I ended up joining the police as probably most people know now. Um, but that's why I ended up applying because i thought i don't know what i want to do now because i'm yeah. not enjoying football anymore and i did i did give it up for a month or so um i just like said i need a break from it because i just wasn't enjoying it and i thought the only way i'll know is if i do i like, just stop for a month and i stopped and um one of like an old coach got in contact with me and he was at charlton at the time and he was, like, saying to me, he's like, oh, please come over and just, like, train with us. Like, you don't have to sign, but just, like, at least train, like, just to keep your foot in the door and, like, make sure, like, it's not, like, what you want to do or is what you want to do. Like, just keep your options open. So I was a bit, like, sceptical, Scully. I was a bit, like, oh, like, I don't know. Um, and then I went there and I ended up loving it. <laughs> so, yeah, it all, I got back into it from there, really. But then I was obviously juggling my job and then they went full time, and then yeah, and then now I'm at Ipswich. <laughs> so yeah, that's yeah. How, how it happened.
0: Yeah, of course, linking up with good old Joe Sheehan. Um, you know you, you know, played under him when you were younger. Um, the question is, how much has Joe changed since um, you know, him being your coach when you were younger? Has he changed much? Of course, he's got more experience. He's gone through a lot. Um, definitely yeah. now as the manager, it's out. Has he changed much?
2: I don't think he's. Values have changed, or mm-hmm. his dedication, or his passion. Um, I think he's always been, um, very set on what he wants to do. Um, and he's always had a goal and a focus. So in terms of his focus on what he wants to do, I don't think that's ever changed. I always knew that he was gonna strive and go like go on to do something because he was he never settled. If that makes sense, like he always w- was looking for more. And I think when I remember when he first told me he got the job at Ipswich, um, and I was like, what, like, why? Like, what, like, what what are you doing? Kind of thing. I was like, like, it was just a bit confusing to me because I was just like, what are you doing? Um, But then obviously, I was a lot younger then. And now, obviously, I can see why he did it because he wanted to like build something from the very beginning. And obviously from when like he was coaching me, he had a job, I think, at Essex Um Yeah, yeah Centre of Excellence. And I was like, why would you give that up for like a job at Ipswich where they're not probably in like on the same level um, as what he's coaching now? But obviously he had a long term aim and a long term focus, and it has paid off. And he's obviously had the same group of girls from a young age and he's brought them through. So I mean it's a credit to him really.
0: So, Definitely. Yeah. And um I want to quickly bring up Liv, you know, how, how have you settled so far at the club? And there's one game that stands out where I felt you were unbelievable and that was the Newcastle game because you were a rock in that defence and <laughs> you know you were able to keep us a clean sheet in that game because I remember there's just one block. I just thought, wow, what a block <laughs> that was so how have you settled so far?
2: Uh, yeah, I've loved it, like really, really enjoy it. I mean, um, it's it works for me as well because of my job and like with training and stuff, like I managed to get to training and obviously, like you said, I've been managing to get time off with the games at the weekend lately, which has been really helpful. And I think it is, it is good when like I can make training and the games because obviously the more time you spend with each other, the more, like, bonds you build on and off the pitch. And, yeah, I mean, I've really enjoyed playing with the girls and, like, the relationships, like, we've built on and off the pitch. I mean, we are quite a close team um, as well. And, I mean, they've made me feel so welcome. And I know, like, Bonnie and Sarah would say exactly the same thing. Like, I feel like we've all, like, slotted together really really easily. And it's um, been a good season for us overall.
0: Yeah, a lot of good clean sheets. Um, Blue, any other yeah. notes um, before we wrap up? I've got another have a question, but I'll let you just quickly chuck one in if you have one.
1: Yeah, I have got one. It's about it's about the Newcastle trip actually. <coughs> so I didn't I didn't go on the Newcastle trip, but I think you probably know what's coming, Liv. Um, but I've heard that on the way there there was a traffic incident. Oh, obviously, yeah. it was by the police officer. So Joe's gone out to stop traffic and try and try and sort of get things moving. And then he's he's asked Kieran initially to come and help him because there's been a car crash or whatever. Yep. And then Kieran's gone, we've got a police officer on the bus. <laughs> yeah, on So yeah. how what happened? So we was
2: we'd had a nightmare of a journey anyway. Um I think you heard Seven um, hours? from Joe before that it like everything was just going wrong. Like first the roof of the of the coach was like flying off and i remember ek was standing there holding it and i was like this is not legal like we need to stop (laughs) and before that we'd already stopped because apparently one of the doors was open and i thought like with the engine or something got the engine door was open and i was like oh my god this is a nightmare so we'd already stopped a couple of times and then we had to stop at a services to try and take the roof together then we carried on and then obviously we come across this car accident and i was looking anyway because i was thinking oh no like this can't be good um because i could see like obviously loads of people had stopped and people out the cars um and then joe gets off the coach and he was gone for a little bit and then he come running back and he was like kieran like come and help kind of thing and kieran like looked and he looked back and he was like but we've got live and i was like yeah I was like yeah that is actually very true but the thing is like as a police like normally like you'd have your high vis and that so I yeah. thought there isn't a lot I can do because I can't you can't really stop the traffic because it was pitch black outside and there was lorries coming along so I got off the coat and I saw the woman who had been in the accident and I just like I was making sure that they'd called police and an ambulance because they said they'd called police and I was like well you need to call an ambulance as well because she's been in an accident and I was just making sure they would all exchanged details, and then I was in the car with her because he was trying to get details um, of the of the car that had crashed into him, and she was in the back and she was like obviously in a lot of pain. So I was just talking to her and I was just making sure that like the ambulance had been called. And the next thing I know, I can see children getting out of a car, and it was like oh lorry's coming, and I, like my heart dropped. So I've literally run to that car. And I was like, to the kids, I was like, get back in the car right now. <laughs> so they was, like, looking at me. I was like, no, get back in the car right now. So they've got back in the car. The mum's come along. I was like, "Right, right, you've got to lock the car or something. I was like, because, like, this is just a like this is just an accident waiting to happen. And the next thing I know, the coach is, like, about to pull away. And then Joe's come running back and gone, we was about to leave without you. And I was like, oh, that's, that's charming, that really, isn't it? I mean, I'm out here trying to, like, help the public and coach couldn't even wait. <laughs> yeah, that was that. And then he was like, come on. Like, because the thing is, we'd only, we only had, like, a half hour before the coach had to stop again for another couple of hours. Mm. And we was only, like, half an hour away. And he's like, we need to go. And I was like, no, you don't understand. I need to wait until, we're, like, police are at least here. And as I said that, like, the police come around the corner and I was like, OK, I feel better now. We can go. So, Yeah. <laughs>
1: What, what a story, what a story. What a blabber.
2: I know, a I only want to get to the hotel. <laughs> oh, but yeah, oh. never, off <laughs> never,
0: never off duty. Never off duty. Um, never. Yeah, my, my, my question quickly is, you know, how has been, you know, the experience so far being, you know, a police officer, you know, what's that been like?
2: I mean, honestly, it's, it's so hard to explain because it's so different every day. <laughs> like, you couldn't explain to someone, like, obviously, I come home sometimes, and... Um, and my parents just can't believe what, what I'm I'm doing every day because it's literally so different. Um, but I love that. I love how different every day could be. I don't think I could do a job where everything was the same every day. Um, it's so nice to come into to a job where you just you don't know what you're walking into. And I mean, sometimes it is really difficult because you're put in situations that are terrible. Um, but other times it's so rewarding. And it's, like, that's the the different side of things. Like, you really do help people and people are so grateful. Um, Like, I was on the phone to someone yesterday and, like, she just was like, oh, like, you've, like, really, like, changed my life and I just feel, like, so grateful and you, you do an amazing job. And it's just, like, it's, like, so like nice to hear that you're actually helping people whereas at other times yeah you're getting like effing and blinded at and yeah people can't stand you so it is so weird but it's so it is so fun I, I love it but I'm on response runs at the moment um so yeah it is a wick sighting and yeah I love it
1: <laughs> and, and yeah. do you know what you want to specialize in yet or do you have any I, I do that? think I know and I want to go into firearms I don't know, like,
2: yeah, that like is like quite a big thing to go into, but I've kind of had my heart set on it since I started in the college because yeah. they come in and done like a little um presentation and I was like, oh, I want to do that. And I went to an incident the other night and firearms were there and they had their caps on and that and I was like, I wanna be them. Do you know like <laughs> when I said like at Chelsea, I
1: wanna be yeah. them.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I just like was like I wanna do that. Like it's such a yeah, like the jobs obviously they go to are so serious. Um and yeah, I probably wouldn't get on to it for another couple of years because obviously you've got to have a lot of experience, but it's something that I am definitely interested in. So yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And does it um help, you know, with your fitness, you know, with being a police officer with football and also just, you know, when you are going have to run over run after criminals, you know, I'm sure it helps a little bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean definitely. Yeah, like, like I say, like some days like you're literally chasing people. And other days, obviously, you're resting and you're sitting there dealing with like tons and tons of paperwork. So I mean, it's so it's so different. But yeah, I think like what's helped me is um, obviously like training wise. Like I spoke to Nicola, um, obviously, our strength conditioning coach, and I've just said like sometimes I can't make it to training. So now she's like made me a program that I can like get my like running in as well. So yeah, that's really helped me. So that's good as well.
0: That's good. Well, yeah. blue. Um, any other notes for live before we wrap up?
1: No, no. Just blown away by all the police stories and oh, yeah. <laughs> that was exciting. i might want to be a police officer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the Newcastle drama that that I don't think that will ever be topped again. I don't think. Um, no. But...
2: I mean, I quite hope not, but. I hope not, Yeah, yeah. Hope not.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. Uh, that, but thankfully, we thankfully we got the result and we came home. And yeah, I think there was indeed, no. Yeah. The the trip home was fine like I can remember. Yeah, was. Yeah, it was. No, it was, yeah. It was yeah, yeah,
2: it was nice to have a uneventful trip home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: pretty much. Um, but no, Liv, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast. I'm sure we'll bring you on the pod again in in, in future months. Um, to talk about hopefully your first town goal. I'm sure that is going to be. Kind of I'm so excited
2: for this. Like, I've just started going up for more corners as well. So I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm just waiting. You know, like it. Ne- it fell to me a few weeks ago. I don't know if you remember, and I hit it, and the defender got in the way, and I was like, no! <laughs> this weekend. It was definitely going in, it was going in, and I was, I don't even know what my celebration is going to be, because I'm going to be so shocked, but I can't wait. I think
0: <laughs> all the players are going to jump on you, I feel, that is just, yeah, yeah. Just gonna, yeah. and you definitely
2: have to get that picture, Ross, so. Yeah,
0: well, <laughs> as I said, sadly, I'm not here this weekend, so. I know it'd be great to score your first goal, but try not to score it this weekend. Yeah, that's because a I once in a
2: lifetime. I mean, clearly, don't happen. Yeah, option.
0: yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I know you've been moaning at me recently because I've not been able to get you that perfect sort of shot. I know. I, don't I need a good shot,
2: Ross. This is the problem. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. it's it's I harder an, for defenders. I, I, I need right an back.
2: action shot. That's that's the problem. We yeah. need. I need an action shot, I'm like, yeah, making shot. like that block. Yeah.
0: yeah crunch and tackle something like that yeah, but then also you one. could do unfortunately when you, you can have a little bit of a facial going on because you're like yeah, you're going into that i uh, know
2: yeah well if not then we're not posting that
0: one ross no i, I don't <laughs> normally if it goes on the main channels that's kieran so tell, tell him off. <laughs> tell him off. Uh, but yeah but there, there we go well Liv, it's been a pleasure blue i'll let you take it away as ever it's been have a great pod
1: Thanks again, Liv, for joining us. I think it's been one of my favourite episodes so far. Very fun (laughs) episode. Um, So thanks for for your time. Um, So, yeah, thanks all for listening. Um, We'll be back next week after crawley rerun. Um, Hope you all have a good week. Thanks for having me.
2: From true crime to football, Brexit to Portugal, more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash archon.